time for the Good Earth segment on Real World Gardener. In the studio, I have Margaret Mosikowska from Moss House. She's the founder and director there. How are you today, Margaret? I'm fine, Ariane. Thank you. How are you? Excellent. And today we're going to be talking about Yakon, which mm, I'm not sure that too many people know about, although I know that community gardens do grow it in the nearby to the station. But, uh, yes, uh, I've had a second attempt at planting my (laughs) yakon. The the main reason is the brush turkey dug up the first one and ate the tubers. Ouch. Yeah. So now I've got rocks around it so he can't dig them up. Anyway, let's talk about it. What what is it exactly, apart from being a perennial and a tuber, that that it grows into an, an ice sort of a shrub? Yeah. Uh, Yakon is actually from the sunflower family. So uh, this is like pretty tall sunflower, about um, two meters tall with very small yellow flowers. It looks nice, very large, soft leaves. But uh, why you grow it, you grow it for the tubers. And they do look a little bit like sweet potatoes. Um, the skin is very dark, but if you cut through it, the flesh is sort of creamy brown. And uh, it's very juicy. So the main reason I grow yakon and people I know I know do that, that too, because the tubers are very sweet. They taste a little bit like crunchy nashi pear, mm. and they contain a lot of juice. And the thing is, the sugar which makes it sweet, it's something our bodies don't absorb. So it's safe for people with diabetes or people who want to avoid um, eating sugar. So they do get the sweetness, you can taste it, but the body expels the substance as is. So you don't absorb sugar, you don't gain weight, obviously. <laughs> yeah, if you like to eat sweet things, which I have a sweet tooth, so it, and it's also very crunchy. You know? It is. Yeah. I like to eat it fresh, so I just peel it and wash it, and then I just bite through it. But, you know, you can chop it and put it in salads, like Waldorf salad instead of pears. Uh, you can make chips out of it. So you can slice it and, uh, and you know, put it over a little bit of oil. And you may add some um, spices like cinnamon, for example, and put it in the, in the oven and make chips out of it. I like to add it to stir fries. And another use is you can juice it. And then evaporate it, especially if you grow a lot of yakon. Evaporate it, you end up with this uh, thick, dark brown syrup, and that's your sweetener. I think it's about 30 or $50 for about a 300-gram bottle if you buy it. Gee. It's a sweetener for diabetic people, you know. So if you've got someone in your family like that, you can make this syrup and they can use it. Oh, right, to sweeten their porridge or and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. or even tea or coffee. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a good idea. And what else can you do with it? Because I, I, I have roasted it, actually. It's kind yes. of unusual. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can roast it. So Because, you know, people associate this sort of shape and the fact it's it grows in the soil that it's uh, going to be savory, like other tuberous things, you know, like sweet potatoes or normal potatoes or even ginger or garlic. But no, yakon is actually sweet. Yeah, it was uh, my husband went, oh, I'm not sure that I, li- <laughs> I, I like it roasted. 
<laughs> well, it's, it's all the expectation, but also it's a new flavor. Mm. I like to eat it fresh, mostly. Yes. Now, this is the time of year, well, the cooler months of the time of year to replant the tubers. And we should talk about the tubers because they are two types. Yes. Yeah, it's not like um, ginger or or turmeric that you actually replant the same beet you, you can also eat. With yakon, you've got the sprouting tubers or bulbs. They look a little bit pointy. They are pink and they've got buds. So that's where new plants would grow from. And the tubers which we eat, they actually grow from the clump of uh, the tubers which produce uh, stems. So they grow like connected with a thin um, stem-like underground part, a little bit like sweet potatoes when you dig them up. And they spread from the main clump sideways. So if you want to grow yacon, you need to have like a good half a meter between plants so they can spread the tubers. Right. And how deep do you, like say you gave a tuber to for someone to grow, how deep would you uh, tell them to plant it? Uh, it's uh, It does not have to be deep. So the tip has to poke from the soil. And that's right. how they grow. If I look at them going through dormancy, you can actually see the tubers, mm. the vegetative tubers, the ones which produce stems. You can actually see them above the ground. Right, yes. And I, I'm sure that's how brush turkey identify them. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, a metal construction which looks a little bit like a triangle, sort of ornamental. So I put it over my yacon. And when it grows, the stem just grow through the wire. Through the wire, yeah. So, you know, it's protected from the yep. brush turkeys. Okay, so what time of year or how soon after will it start to sprout after planting? You can plant it now because it's a deciduous plant, so it dies back for winter. And I think it will be sprouting. I don't know how warm it's going to be here, really. We just had, you know, snow not very far from Sydney. But probably in October it will sprout. Um, the warmer the spot you plant them, the more sheltered spot, the sooner it will sprout. Right, right. And how tall will it grow? Did we talk about that? About yeah. two meters. About two meters, yes. yes. So it, not too windy a location, I would imagine, because that would blow the stems over. How how hard? You can you can give them some support. They are pretty hardy plants. They can withstand frost. And they are okay with really dry and windy weather. Obviously, the mechanic, the mechanics of you know being broken by the wind, that's there. But you can always give them some sort of support, stake them if you want to. They would be a good windbreak. All right, yeah, especially growing to two meters tall, and then you've got the daisy flowers. Is it a good idea to pick the flowers, or can you eat the flowers as well, or not? I don't know. I never tried that, but you probably could, being from sunflower family. I can imagine the flowers are edible too, but I don't know the flavor. However, the leaves are very large and very soft, and uh, in the first year of the pandemic, I have written an article, what to use instead of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and that was very high on the list. Large, soft, fluffy leaves. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's, uh, let's move Unexpected. On. Unexpected, yes, indeed. Yes, I know there was a toilet paper shortage. But now, apart from that, the leaves <laughs> don't have another use here. Like, they're not suitable <laughs> for, like, wilting and turning into greens or something like that. They're not really edible. 
Um, I no. don't know. I don't know. Um, probably edible, like you know, they they wouldn't poison us. But uh, I can imagine fly f- the flavor is probably not great. No, no. So it's probably best to just eat the tubers when yes. they're ready. So, so it's grown to two meters. It flowers. So I imagine, like a lot of tubers, they're ready when the plant dies dies back. Yes, and uh, usually when you have deciduous plants which grow for edible tubers, the time when the plant is completely wilted and dead is the time when all the nutrients were withdrawn into the storage underground, will it be rhizomes or tubers, whatever it is. So that's the best time to harvest after the plant dies back. Right. And but that's the reason. All the nutrients go for storage into the tubers. Into the tubers. Then you carefully lift them up. Now if you were to lift them, is it better to leave them in the ground for storage or can you just then store them in You can leave them in the ground and dig them, but it depends on the weather. We've been through over two years of a lot of rain here in Sydney. So the soils are soggy and wet and if it's wet and cold and yacon tubers are also very juicy. I can imagine that in constant wet weather, they may actually rot in the ground. Right. So if you've got sort of clay or heavy soils, it's a good idea to lift them off your experience. I it. do have clay. Ah, yes, you do. <laughs> I know that. Yes. So it's a good idea to lift them. Well, there we have it. That's the ins and outs of the yacon tubers. So why not try and grow one? Thank you so much for coming in and talking to me on Real World Thank Gardener. you, Marianne.